Opinions and ideas expressed in the following Moraine Valley Broadcast Channel recording are those of its creators and do not represent the views of Moraine Valley Community College. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Real Slavic Years. I'm your host, the squat and slav himself, Isaiah Perez, with guests Emily, the Irish Slav. Hi. And Andre, the Russian Slav. Hello there. With special guest questionnaire, Patty, the Slav. That would be me. So, on this podcast... We will be covering the Fight for 15 movement that's been going around. Most of us here, if not all of us, have a very solid understanding of our viewpoints on the Fight for 15. We just wanted to talk about and learn what everyone else has to think or what everyone else has to say about the movement and just get a better understanding and enlightenment about the movement as a whole to find out what's really going on out there. Okay, everybody, before we get this podcast started, I just want to know everybody's viewpoints on the topic. So if everyone has, like, prepared a thesis statement, I just want to have everybody put that out there so everybody knows what we're getting into. All right, I'll go ahead. I support the fast food workers' phase fight for 15 because after after gathering information, I found that it may improve the lives of those in poverty and will save... $153 $153 billion in tax dollars, potentially, and there's also no evidence to support the disruption of product prices. All right. Uh, I support the fast food workers part of the 5 to 15 movement more than, like, the adjunct college professors are, like, raising the minimum wage because I just have more evidence to support the, five, the fast food workers phase of the movement. So I support the fast food workers phase of the movement because it would save the country billions, as Pat stated, and it would bring so many fast food workers above the poverty line. And there are people that say that raising the wages would drastically raise prices of items or goods, but there's actually no evidence to prove of that. So that's why I support the fast food workers. And I support the fight for 15 because fast food workers and other low-wage workers deserve the right to form unions. Full-time workers should not have to live in poverty, and raising the minimum wage will save taxpayers over, like, $150 billion. I support the fight for 15 because it gives the minimum wage workers a chance to rise out of poverty. The government can use the extra tax dollars for better things instead of welfare. Most importantly, raising the minimum wage to 15 will allow workers to be able to support their families. Many would say that raising the minimum wage to 15 would harm the economy, but studies show otherwise. So, what do you guys think about the uh, general public's opinion on the fight for 15? Isaiah? Well, I think that the general public is very unknowledgeable about the fight for 15. It's not that they're uneducated or that they're dumb. It's just that they don't have many facts because most people don't go like researching topics. They just base their ideas on like things they've heard here or there. So I think most people are against the fight for 15 because of either like personal experiences that have gone negatively with either like fast food workers or such, or just because they hear other people talking negative about it and then they realize that oh that's a good idea like that what they're saying is true to me because they uh, people will say that they don't deserve the raise increase the wage increase or such and like yeah of course they don't they just flip burgers. A lot of people are just quick to assume things. And like a lot of people argue that 
high school kids shouldn't be getting paid, you know, that much. But in reality, 70% of fast food workers are at least 20 years old. So they're not all teenagers. Most people in the general public have negative experiences with workers in the fast food industry. So when you ask them themselves, like, hey, what do you think of the fight for 15? Their minds automatically go back to all those negative experiences. And in their minds, they're thinking, like, you know, why do people work in that industry? You know, if they're messing up their job so much, you know, and they're not nice and just so many more things, how come they deserve 15 an hour where, you know, my dad or, you know, like someone personal in the family is working at hard to get on his job and making less than that, you know. But I think, you know, before we jump to, to assumptions, we should allow people in the fast food industry to say, hey, you know, this is my story, this is, you know, this and this, and, you know, this is why we believe that we deserve our minimum wage raised to 15. Yeah, and I found a lot of the same things, but I also found that a lot of people who are not even directly uh, associated or connected to the issue itself have really strong opinions on the matter, and of course, it's they're usually uneducated or unknowledgeable in the subject, as Isaiah said. And I think something that, like, is like a gateway to do this is, like, social media or something. Like, you can say whatever you want to on Facebook or comment on whoever's post on Facebook. Like, in class, we were asked to make uh, social media posts about the Fight for 15 and your thoughts on it, whether you support it or not, and, like, the state why. And, like, on my post, I just got, like, a bunch of, like, negative feedback on it. Like, they don't deserve it. They're just, like, kids who, like, are just, it's a first starting out job. Like, that's what it's designed for. But in reality, they're, like, majority of the workers aren't kids. And a majority of the workers are, like, older people trying to support families. So from that, I don't think that, like, those people have, like, a good enough idea to be stating something. But... Because you can do whatever you want on social media. It's just an easy thing to do. So not too long ago, I actually saw on social media someone posted that they thought that raising the uh, the minimum wage to 15 would be bad for the economy because, uh, you know, raising the prices would actually put other small businesses uh, out of business. Like, they want to be able to afford it. That is actually not true, though. Uh, studies show that Australia actually uh, raised their minimum wage in McDonald's to 15 and their prices at, at the store are not much different from he, from our prices here. In fact, some are actually lower, and everything is still going smoothly. Yeah, I think it was like the the Big Mac index shows like the different prices of like the Big Mac around the world, and it shows that places with higher like minimum wages for like fast food workers, their Big Mac doesn't cost that much different, and it actually doesn't raise the price drastically and doesn't like harm anybody like that. Right. And so through social media you see memes and of the such that are not true and so people will feed on that and they'll hear what they want to hear. So they'll say, so they'll be misinformed and then follow the untruthful opinion and of uh that the fight for 15 is a joke when there's plenty to support against it so to support for it. So these memes that people share over and over on social media, especially on Facebook, um, they spread misinformation and, you know, just regular people make them and they're very biased. 
Um, like even in the pictures, not only the words on the memes, the pictures are sometimes, like there was one I saw where it was pointing out how paramedics supposedly get paid less and they only get like $9 an hour. And it's like, oh, well, why are these fast food workers want $15 an hour? They're not saving lives. And it, like even the pictures shown, the paramedics were like middle-aged white men and the protesters for the fight for 15 were all, you know, minorities, like uh, Hispanic and black. So it's just, the memes are very biased. And there's a lot of negative ones that are opposed to fight for 15. Yeah, so people think that it'll do more harm than good to raise the wage. But in actuality, it could save potentially up to $153 billion in tax money. And uh, who had a thought on that? So, yeah, I think that raising the wages would definitely save the taxpayers that $153 billion because you're just bringing everyone above the poverty line. So you're making it so that the government doesn't have to support that many people with welfare, like food stamps, like Medicaid and stuff like that. And, like, the money from, like, the taxes either being decreased don't even have to do that. If the government wanted to... They could keep taxes where they are and just funnel it into other, like, departments of things. Like, they could start, like, helping out adjunct professors with their part of the movement or help out, like, home care or, like, child care workers with their phase of the movement. Like, the $153 billion could just go to so many other things than just welfare and, like, food stamps and Medicaid to people who already have jobs. Like, they don't need to support people who are working anymore. Right, and you know, all that extra tax money could, those dollars could go to education or infrastructure, they could, you know, it would be beneficial to all kinds of different things. I still think one main problem with this movement that's holding it back is that the general public is still really negative about the entire movement as a whole. So I just want to know, like, how do we get the general public to be more positive thinkers? Like, how do we change their perspectives on things? I would, you know, you could sit them down and tell them the facts. And that's what I did with my mom. I, cause she was very against it for reasons that made no sense and arguments that had nothing to back them up. So I told her that of how it would save billions of dollars in taxpayer money and she had nothing else to say. So I think just spreading truth. Right. And if you are to talk to someone and you are well educated on the subject and you point out things of their general interest as well, they'll start to listen, maybe side with you and go, oh, okay, now I see. All right, thank you guys for joining me on this podcast today. We had a really good discussion about the 5 for 15, and I believe our listeners are going to have a better insight than most on this topic. Thank you, Patty the Slav, for the questions. Appreciate it. Thank you, Emily, with the great input. No problem. And thank you, Andre, for being you. Anytime, anytime. Uh, this has been Real Slavic Years, signing off. <laughs>